The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Hello, and welcome to Long Shots here on the VEASAN Podcast Network. I am Matt Brown. That is Kelly Bidlin on here with me, and we are going to do the postmortem of the 3M Open. Kelly, the big news coming out of this is not really who won. Lee Hodges was really never in doubt. It was the least, it was the, it was like no drama at all in this tournament from the get go. I mean, like it was just absolutely boring. I at least had one of my guys that was rocketing up the leaderboard on Saturday when Kevin, Yu decided to birdie eight of the first 10 holes and then bogey four of the final six. And so like (laughs) the, 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 it didn't really come to fruition for, for me there on him and so uh a losing week for me this week just to kind of give the report card i had ludwig aberg he was a t64 kelly he's not going to get any more of my outright money because he cannot put four rounds together yet he's a rookie i think that he will learn how to do it at some point over the next year or two but he has just not been able to do that and it's been bad like it's just been it's it's been like really great round followed by mediocre round followed by good round followed by bad round. So like, I don't really think that that's worth my, my outright money here with that. Lucas Glover, Austin Eckrode, uh, two popular dudes amongst the industry, actually, which I didn't think that was going to be the case, but Kelly, after we did the show early Tuesday, I saw a bunch of guys coming out on that. They both got cut. Mm-hmm. Kevin, you T 37, my lone winner of the week. Cause I didn't have a top 40 on him. Thank God he held on for that top 40. Um, he, he finishes T 37, Peter quest T 50, that doesn't hit the top 40 that I had in on him, of course. And then Trevor Cohn, my super long shot uh, that I had that actually was played decent up until Sunday. He finishes T64, so he does not hit the top 40 I had on him either. So a losing week for me in a tournament in which we said like, hey, look, we're playing it, but it's not going to be one of those tournaments we're taking super hardcore looks at as far as a monetary standpoint, because it could be there's a lot of variables that come into play. And sure enough, here we are, Kelly, the winning score 24 under and a lot of guys towards the top of the leaderboard that we have not seen towards the top of the leaderboard very often this year. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. From betting standpoint. Um, yeah. I'm, it's one of those weeks where I'm kind of beating myself up from beating myself up from the, the process standpoint. I actually, mm-hmm. I actually think I handicapped the tournament pretty well, but the, 
the process that we do of bets that we make and stuff like that, I, I'm a little upset about. So, yeah, just the report cards. I mean, my, my outrights were Matsuyama, Aaron Rye, Eric Cole, um, then top 20s on Matsuyama, Grio, Rye, Gim, Glover, and matchups where I bet on Mat- Matsuyama, Gim, Rye. Matchups go two for three, um, top 20s, two, two and three. And then obviously none of the outrights hit, none of the first round leaders hit. But like, you know, a lot of my guys were were lurking for very yeah. often. Glover was the only dud really out of that group. So I think pretty well handicapped. The only thing I'm mad about myself just sitting here today is it's something I've brought up on the pod before this year. Um, but I think when you're talking about these lower scoring tournaments, I will say this, this Hodges and even the rest of the group or the rest of the, the rest of the field did go lower than I was expecting this week. It was yeah. just amazing scoring t- conditions for those guys. Um, course playing really soft early in the week and they just had no weather to contend with, especially the wind that we know can be a factor out there, which is not a problem the entire, and, and entire look, week. Ha- and the reason we said it was no drama. I mean, Hodges goes 63, 64, 66, mm-hmm. 67. And I mean, like you put just scoring four rounds yeah. like that together. It's just, there was just no, no drama there. We'll talk about the whole JT post and stuff here in just a second. But I, I, you know, look, you and I are both of the mindset where we try to look for opportunities to get in, in tournament and try to see if there's any way we can salvage a week. There was no getting in, in this tournament. Like there was no, yeah. none of the bets made any sense. Nothing was, I'm not going to back a guy that's never won. So I, was, I wasn't going to pay the the tiny, I wouldn't pay the price to back Hodges, but he was so far ahead that I wasn't going to back any of the other guys to run him down either. So Absolutely. it was just kind of like, yep. it was what it was. And just the tournament just played out how it played out. Yeah, no. And I think, you know, just one of the, just going back to like, kind of like the, the part I'm beating myself up about is the, it's the amount, it's the amount of money, I guess, amount of money and bets that I did make, like in the top 20 market, mm-hmm. where I think you just got to, I, it, it again, I've said it on this pod before. It'd be great if I listened to myself more often, but it's the, you know, these high, when you get lower scoring tournaments like this, it means higher variance that you're going to get in some of these finishing position markets. And I think you need to be a little bit more careful with it. It's, it's just, it's okay to have a week. If you bet four outrights and a couple matchups and that's it, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's what you need to do more often in these birdie fests, because like you talked about, we're talking, we're looking at a top of the leaderboard where, Come on, someone tell me you like I want to see all the tickets out there on mm. on Martin Laird and Kevin Streelman and stuff. I mean, even Keith Mitchell, who we like, felt like he'd been playing well recently. No. Yeah, Aaron Baddeley, geez. I mean, what blast from the past there. It's just it's a lot of that. And I think that especially with these birdie fe- birdie fest, that's where I'm going to start being more disciplined, hopefully, uh, of approaching right. it that way. Yeah, and so we get to the reason we brought up even JT Poston here. So JT Poston finishes T2, 17 under. If you didn't pay attention to this tournament, I get it. It wasn't big. It wasn't a star-studded event or anything. But JT Poston did find himself where he was in a pretty bad position. He thought that if he were to eagle 18, and of course if Hodges ended up not having a good hole on 18, that it could have put him in a position to either get into a playoff or maybe even win the thing outright if Hodges completely blew up. Well, that he ended up putting it in the water and Kelly that he ended up tripling the hole and it dropped him to 17. And so instead of an outright two, he gets a, he gets a T two. It did cost him financially in this tournament, but as you pointed out, there are other implications here in which that maybe, I don't know if he didn't know him at the time. Maybe he didn't care about him at the time or, you know, but it feels like somebody in his camp, his agent, his manager, his caddy, like someone should have known because 
the outright two there, even though, yes, you are settling for not winning the tournament. And I like there, I give someone props for going for it. And what he said afterwards, I know he was getting a lot of praise online. And a lot of people were high-fiving him. But sometimes looking at the bigger picture is the way to go. And had he looked at the bigger picture here and gotten that outright too, it might be like life-changing type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it really, it really, it's, it's really interesting. And I don't know about you, but that tournament got designated to TV two for me on mute yesterday. So I was watching this. I was watching, I watched it play out, but I really wasn't thinking about it at the time. And I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it kind of, or not a bunch, but just a few actually, uh, you know, kind of yesterday. And then the, this morning and Len Hochberg, I believe is how you say his name. Len Les does do some golf rating for DraftKings. So I want to give him a shout out, but he was really pointing this out where look post round Poston was asked about it. And he did say like, look, I'm playing a golf tournament. I'm going to go to win understand get it i think me and you root for guys like that get it but it is it's a longer term situation you cost yourself 260 grand in that tournament by finishing uh finishing with the ties the thing he also lost out though was 90 fedex cup points okay he gets those fedex cup points it puts him in the top 50 uh in the fedex cup standings and and qualifies him for a berth in the bmw championship so at least round two of the playoff you've secured a berth in the bigger thing, the biggest thing to me, and I just think because these are new, people aren't talking about this stuff as much, but if you lock in a top 50 finish in the FedEx Cup this year, you lock in qualification for all the designated events next year. So it is, it's just thinking, it is very much thinking forward, and my biggest question coming away out of all this too, Matt, is did, did who knew about it? Did he know about this stuff? Did the caddy know about it? And if he didn't, that's your first big problem. Otherwise, if the caddy knew or something, you got to rip that club out of his hand, man. Like you got to tackle this guy. The potential of millions down the line yeah. that you could be winning or put, at least put yourself in the situation to contend for is way too much that you needed to play that out and not go for the water, not go over the water, not go for this, take par and leave there with a nice payday and knowing what's coming for you in the future. Yeah, because I, now, I, now he has to play this week. At right. the Wyndham, and he's got to finish somewhere. Uh, he needs, he's got to, because again, he is on the very, very borderline right now. I think he's 49. So right yes. now, yeah, he would, he would be in there, but he's got to contend. You're right. Like there's yeah. other people that can still steal that spot from him. Yeah. So, so I, he, it's a, he, it's yeah, a, he could have taken the week off and instead now he's got to, he's got to play this week. Exactly. And he's got he's to get some, some points as well. And listen, if you're wondering what's going on, with all of that, you're going to be looking at dudes that are kind of chasing some points here, and you're going to see some names in the field at the Wyndham this week that you wouldn't necessarily think would be teeing it up the week before the playoffs begin. Let's just talk about some of those, namely Justin Thomas, who, by the way, is yeah. teeing it up this week. You see in this field, Sung Jay, Hideki, Adam Scott, Shane Lowry, Russell Henley. By the way, because of the weakness of this field, Kelly, we are talking Russell Henley at 22 to one. Yeah. We're talking Adam Scott at 22 to one. We yeah. are talking. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here talking <laughs> like uh, guys like again, Keith Mitchell, who we think is a fine player, but we normally get at 80, 85, 90, maybe even hundred Keith Mitchell's 40 to one this week. Right? Like it's just, it's, it's one of those type of tournaments. We'll have the full, uh, we'll have the full breakdown here for you guys tomorrow, by the way, not going to do a live show for this tournament. We're going to go ahead and hold off until the BMW. So just hang out. Uh, we'll do a podcast tomorrow afternoon and we'll give you our full thoughts on all this, but we're not going to be live over on Beeson tomorrow for this one. I don't know how many people are going to be betting this. One. I don't know how many people are going to take this tournament super seriously from a betting aspect, Kelly. So 
we'd rather focus our efforts on a tournament we know everybody's going to be paying attention to. And so we'll just we'll wait a week and come back hard when the playoffs start. Yeah, some of these I don't, I'm just looking at these quick. So some of the, the FedEx Cup situations are interesting for some of these guys that are playing because, you know, I think a lot of people. A lot of people would probably think Hideki's way up, way higher up there in the FedEx Cup rankings than he is. He's like 56th. Yeah. So kind of like we're just talking with Poston. It's you, you, yeah, you're in the field right now for the you know for that first round of playoffs, but you got to play defense. You got to go yeah. out there and score enough to get to go low enough. And then like you know you forget about guys like Sam Burns, right? Who's 19th in, yeah. the, in the FedEx Cup ranks. It's like man, you haven't done anything recently, but you're still you're good. Like you're good. I don't yeah. know what you're doing actually. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- that might just be more of a tune-up type situation yeah. for him because, like, he, like you said, I mean, he did, he does. It, we, weirdly, under the radar, Sam Burns doesn't have a win on the season. He won the match play, but like, right. it just it, we didn't get really the type of season out of Sam Burns that we have got out of him the last couple of years, and so he might be looking to kind of sharpen the sword a little bit before he takes off and gets going in all of this. So, uh, guys, like we said, a full preview tomorrow with everything, and we'll try to break down, make heads or tails of what's going on at the Wyndham, who is out there to, you know, chasing points, who's out there. Maybe like we said, like a Sam Burns who may just be trying to kind of sharpen the sword a little bit, right? Like my, he just might be working on some things to, to, to get right before we head into to next week as well. So we'll try to make heads or tails of all that and try to get you in a position where we can maybe come out with some money somewhere along the way. Again, guys, if you haven't done it already, if you want to hit that pause button and go down and give us a uh, uh, like a thumbs up and a five-star review and a subscribe and all the different stuff like that certainly helps us along the way. And it costs you absolutely nothing to do so. So do appreciate that. Hopefully you've been following along and have made some cash with us so long uh, so far this season in the PGA had had a pretty good year. Not last couple of weeks, been a little, little Rocky, I guess, Kelly, but uh, last, certainly the whole season as a whole has been, uh, yeah. has been pretty good. So uh, hopefully we'll keep it going in the playoffs too. Guys for Kelly, I'm Matt. Good luck on all of your bets. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 